We are now in the waning cycle of the moon, which is a very potent time, even though it's all about letting go. So that's what we're talking about this week. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Mainly Moonology podcast. So good to have you here. The moon was just full. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you will know we had the full moon last week. And after the full moon comes the waning cycle or the waning moon. So that's basically when the moon moves from the full moon back to the new moon over the course of about two weeks. So the waning cycle really represents a time to let go, release, forgive, surrender, make peace. And in some ways it can be to lick your wounds as well. So the waxing cycle from new moon to full moon is all about going for it. The waning cycle is about letting it go if it didn't work out. Now, you might think, well, hang on a minute, what's the point of making new moon wishes and setting intentions Um, If I'm just going to like, you know, offer it all up to the divine and surrender to the divine at the full moon and then throughout the waning cycle, just sort of let it all fall away. What's the point? For one thing, I've been researching this for 20 years. For another thing, I've worked with probably hundreds of thousands of people on this. And for another, I just know it intuitively. The waning cycle is the time to let things go in case the universe has a better plan. Now, not all the manifestations that you're going to want to do in your life are going to come true in a two-week cycle from new moon to full moon. You know, you're not going to, there's not, I mean, just say you're wishing, I don't know, for a new house. That's a big manifestation. So it's not going to be possible to just like send out your wishes at new moon, wait two weeks and bing, the house comes up. It might happen. It can happen especially if the timing's right, anything can happen. But, you know, it may well be that you have to start to send your intentions out into the universe. You start to send your energy out to the universe and it takes time to come back to you. Surrender is a concept that I first learned about uh, really actually about probably 25 years ago at a course I did up in the Swiss Alps with a man called Sir Martin Brofman, who has actually since passed away, sadly, uh, who created something called the body mirror system, which was basically a way for working through the chakras and working with the chakras uh, to uh, really try and be as healthy as you can be mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally and all that. And he had this thing, I don't have it on me, but he had this sheet of A4, so something about that big if you're watching on YouTube, a sheet of A4 paper, with um, sort of like a heart on it and just the word acceptance, acceptance. That was his logo really and it was really the driving force of everything that he did. He was a quite an interesting character. He was cheeky. He was, you know, he. After, we did the course over about five days in, up in this chalet in the Swiss Alps and after uh, the course was done we'd all get together and have dinner and I was quite shocked, you know, 
that we would have like meat for dinner. I was sort of in that phase where I thought, oh, I have to be so, you know, like vegetarian and never think a bad thought and be perfect and all that. And he really challenged me a lot uh, because he was so not what you would expect a kind of a spiritual healer and teacher to be. But he was an amazing spiritual teacher and healer. He also would like have a cigar and whiskey at night and all this. But he taught some amazing stuff. And, in fact, I, I actually should tell you, I did actually write a novel uh, called Carol King is an Alien, which came out with Penguin in the year 2000. The main character in there was a spiritual teacher, a woman, but she was a lot based on Sir Martin Brofman or at least based on the idea that your spiritual teachers are not always, you know, the perfect beings that you think that they should be. Anyway, I don't want to digress too much. The point I'm trying to make is that acceptance and surrender are what we all need right now. So think about your most pressing dilemma. What is going on for you right now? Does it make you sigh? Is there something that's just not working? Someone just won't play ball. You can't seem to make X happen or Y happen. That is the time to tap in to this waning moon, okay, which will culminate in the dark moon in about about 10 days or 12 days or so on. That's the time to tap into this and just let go. The waning moon, waning, you know, means falling away. And what actually happens in the skies is that we've just had the full moon. But now if you look outside at night, the moon will be a bit smaller and a bit less full and it will get less full and smaller every night between now and the new moon, when the dark moon, when it will disappear. And it symbolises letting go, okay? And it's very much a time for, I would say, introspection if you can and for healing wounds now because we live in 2024 and we can't just go and off to the cave and meditate or most of us can't some of us can I've even been through stages in my life where I've been able to throw it all in and go and off and meditate not in a cave actually but in India for example I once had five weeks in India at the ashram that I've been going to all these years which was completely life-changing but you know assuming you're not in that phase of life you're not off grid you're on grid assuming you have you know responsibilities maybe you've got a partner or kids or pets or you know a job or anything like that so you can't necessarily use this cycle right now to just do nothing you know you've got to do all your stuff but try and take time every day every day this week okay until next monday when we'll have a new podcast try and take a moment to connect with yourself and to think about what hasn't happened and to release it to the divine. And I am going to do my Om Namo Narayani chant. I hope I'm not chanting too much. I know lots of you say you absolutely love the chanting. Uh, so I'm going to do Om Namo Narayani, which is actually the chant from the ashram that I have been going to all these years, which I just mentioned, Sri Narayani Pedam. And it means I surrender to the divine or I surrender to the divine mother. And I, as I always like to say, it's not surrender, put your hands up and give up. It's it's like surrendering something to the divine. It's like saying, divine mother, you take care of this. So thinking about whatever is going on for you, just let me do this chant first. So here we go. Om Namo
we surrender it all to the divine in the waxing cycle. There's a few more things I want to mention, which are things about breaking negative habits, preparing for the new cycle and meditation and mindfulness. So let's go into those and how they apply right now to the waning cycle. Because the thing is, People, we all think of the new moon as the time when, oh, we make all our wishes and that's when we set our intentions and that's when we make things happen. It's a process. And the longer I work with moonology, which I've been working with it now for nearly 25 years, I think, or maybe already 25 years and a bit more, the longer I work with moonology, the more I'm aware that it really is a process. And you you can just pick out little bits here and there. You could just do gratitude, which we do every quarter moon, or you could just do the release at the full moon, or you could just do the intention setting at the new moon. But you will get much better results in terms of manifesting whatever it is you want for your life uh, if you do all of it. New moon intentions, quarter moon gratitude, full moon release, quarter moon gratitude, and then dark moon and then the new moon. Reason being, it's basically a framework for self-help and self-love and self-development. Let's just talk about how the dark moon is also good for breaking negative habits. Now, why is that so? Because it's a time to let things just fall away, okay? So uh, my beautiful friend, Rebecca Campbell, who wrote Light is the New Black and Rice is to Rise and all those other books, she talks about um, what's rising up and what's falling away what's rising up and what's falling away. And, you know, she doesn't necessarily relate that to the lunar cycle, but it is absolutely perfect for the waxing cycle and the waning cycle. So the waxing cycle, so new moon to full moon, when you go for it, what's rising up? What's rising up in you? What desires are rising up and what are you doing about those desires? And then the full moon to the new moon, the waning cycle, What's falling away? It can be that you decide, well, you know, I've made this wish three months in a row. It's not happening. I give up. That's fine. You, you know, you can move on. doesn't mean it won't manifest down the track anyway. You know, it's always okay to just say, actually, I'm not feeling it anymore. Really important to acknowledge that. Um, but breaking negative habits is such a good thing to do during this cycle because it's very easy to get into negative habits like negative thinking, negative talk, being suspicious of someone, being disappointed in yourself, focusing on something that didn't go right. But the waning cycle, like I've said, it's about what's falling away. So it's a very good time to think, okay, you know, I, I'm because I, I mentioned earlier, it's a very good time for introspection. And, you know, if it comes up for you that, you know, you're being difficult or someone's being difficult and you're being too reactive, you know, or you're allowing your fears and doubts to derail you, now is the time to really work on yourself and to let that go. And, you know, you might say, well, how am I going to do that? There's so many different ways to do it, one of which is meditation, which I'll get to in a minute. But there's other things like just writing it down in your journal. This is what I'm letting go of. You know, you don't only journal at new moon, journal in the waning cycle. This is what I know I need to release. And also, in fact, this is something Sir Martin Brofman taught me. Maybe he's here on my shoulder today. Um, 
something Sir Martin Brofman taught me was that um, in order to heal something, because his book was, was, I think it was called Anything Can Be Healed, he was talking a lot about physical problems, like if you've got a, a physical problem, a, a, you know, a disease or a pain or anything like that. He would say, think about when it started. What was going on in your life when it started, okay? So if you have a negative problem, a negative issue, something you, a negative habit that you want to break in the waiting cycle, think about where it came from. When did it start? So Martin, so Martin's um, idea, and it was very, it's a very good one. I've used this for, with clients over the years, with students and clients over the years. Think about when it started, what was going on, and what needs healing, okay? So if you're thinking about a negative habit you can break this week. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're just going to pause the podcast to do a call out to all astrology enthusiasts and the manifestors out there. So my mainly monology membership is gearing up for something really extraordinary, our very special latest Magical Nights workshop. So this year, 2024, blesses us with 11 nights that are brimming with incredible energy and April 21st stands out of one of these remarkable nights. Why is April 21 so special? Well, it's the day when Jupiter, the planet of good luck and expansion, aligns with Uranus, the planet of change, liberation, awakenings and innovation. So this rare meeting, and it really is rare, is a potent moment of the year for breakthroughs, radical change and unexpected opportunities. It's an ideal time to set intentions, break free from limitations and also invite abundance into your life for reasons I will explain on the night. If you're already a member of my beautiful Mainly Moonology membership, keep an eye on your inbox because your Zoom invitation for this exclusive workshop will be on its way very soon. You obviously won't want to miss out on harnessing this super powerful energy to supercharge your manifesting. And if you're not a member yet, but you are intrigued by the magic of astrology and moonology and manifestation, there's a place for you in the community. Just go to mainlymoonologymembership.com to sign up and become part of a community that's dedicated to exploring the mysteries of the moon and beyond. Join us in time for the Magical Nights workshop and discover how to work with the universe's energy to create the life you're dreaming of. April 21 is just the beginning. We have 11 Magical Nights this year and the journey through 2024 promises to be transformational. So don't miss out to be a part of it. Sign up now and let's manifest together. Mainly moonologymembership.com. Think about where it came from. Think about when it started. What was going on in your life at the time? And that may well be what needs healing. Now, there are other ways for healing. You know, you can actually go to a healer. There are going to, I think in the future healers are going to be, you know, much more recognized than they are currently now. I could say than we are currently now because I do believe I do healing work as well. And in fact, I learned a lot about healing through chakras from Sir Martin Brofman. This is like the Sir Martin Brofman episode, never mind. I'm sure he'd be delighted with that. He was a, you know, he was the kind of guy who'd appreciate that. 
Um, but, you know, there's things like kinesiology, for example, where you get muscle tested and you can work out where your problems have stemmed from and work through them. There's EFT, which is the emotional freedom technique, which is tapping. If you don't know about it, Google it. The eyelid thing that people do, gosh, I can't even remember what it's called. Let me just quickly look it up. Is it EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing? I've never done it, but it's so approved of that um, actually my GP has recommended it to people I happen to know and he's a pretty straight doctor but he's even recommended EMDR it's good apparently for trauma processing Um, obviously you know do your own research and make sure that you know it's not going to negatively impact you but there are so many different things that you can do another thing that's coming up for me as I'm talking here two more things actually one is um getting a massage or acupuncture because we do store lots of trauma which then leads to negative habits in the body. So getting a regular massage can really help. If you can afford it, obviously go and get a professional massage. If you can't, if you don't have the cash at the moment, then it's a really good thing to uh, do a swap with someone. Um, You can even just, if you know, if you feel that you can't really massage someone, it's a bit too intrusive, you know, massage your own feet. Just, you know, wash them, dry them and give yourself a good reflexology massage. And acupuncture, again, works on the meridians and is amazing. If you know someone, you know, um, the other thing you can do with acupuncture, if you, if you know, either go and pay for the, um, pay for your tickets, pay for your sessions, uh, or what you can do is you can... Um, See if there's an acupuncture school near you and you might be able to go and have some people practice on you if you're still, you know, trying to work out how to pay for all this stuff because I know not everyone's got money to spend on things like that. Um, And the other thing as well, which I have been um, absolutely reminded of a lot lately, so I think I need to do more of it myself. I did a little post on on my website. Uh, It's the heating mats. I'll give you a link in the description. Uh, But you can get these amazing mats which heat up with infrared and they are filled with amethysts which are healing and you just put them on your bed or on a massage table and you just lie on them. I mean, I like to put on sort of yoga music, spa music, whatever, and just lie there and just know I'm, you know, healing my energies and that will also help you. But the first step is think about which negative habits you need to release and then do the therapy. Okay, Um, and honestly, journaling works as well as anything. So if that's all you can manage to fit into your life at the moment, that's a good idea. But the waiting cycle now is the time to start is to do it because even just beginning, you know, and then it will continue because you set the intention. Um, I also wanted to just mention, you know, that old favorite that we all love but can be quite challenging, uh, meditation. So, you know, I aim to meditate every single day. Don't always do it. Um, I know people like my lovely friend Kyle Gray. Uh, he's got a meditation practice that he has been doing for something like a thousand days, you know, with absolutely no exceptions whatsoever. Um, and in fact, Beck Campbell, who I mentioned before, Rebecca Campbell, she describes meditation as a non-negotiable, which is pretty good for her coming from someone who's got two young children under the age of five, and she still manages it. So. You know, but it's different strokes for different folks. Not everybody will manage it. Sometimes, as I say, you can just light a candle and have a moment of meditation. I pretty much manage to do at least that. But again, you know, that's that's just a thing to do because when you do that, you start to get to know yourself better. 
And when you get to start to get to know yourself better, you start to see your negative patterns. And when you start to see your negative patterns, you start to think about where they came from, how they're impacting your life, and you start to become more conscious of releasing them and you start to be more conscious of when they're coming up for you. So these are just all really, really important things to be doing this week in the waning cycle, using it to release the negativity. Why? Because... We are all about manifesting here, at least I am. And uh, if you want to be a better manifester, you need to be energetically clear. And that's not just a thing of you can go and drink a glass of water and suddenly you're magically energetically clear. This is about working through your SHIT. We all have it. In fact, it's arguable that we come to this planet to experience you know, conflicts and dramas. I think Abraham Hicks called them contrast, you know. So there's what we want and there's what we've got, the contrast of what we want and what we've got. We come to experience all that, to work through it, okay. And one thing I think as Saturn now starts to move through Pisces, so the heavy planet that's all about the rules in the numinous, mysterious, new agey sign of Pisces, it's actually the time now to do things like we've done here today, which is to talk about all this stuff on a deeper level and to explain that, you know, there is no spiritual bypassing. It won't work. You have to be all in. You can't just say affirmations and not believe them and expect them to work. You can't pay lip service. You have to follow your intuition. You have to pay your karma. Be as... Um, energetically clear as you can be if you want your manifesting to work. So speaking of Saturn, I'm going to end the way I usually start. Uh, normally I'll tell you what's going on in the heavens at the start of the podcast, but today I just wanted to dive right in there to the waning moon that we're in, if you're listening to this in the week that it comes out. Um, but we do have some very interesting stars this week. On February 28, we have the Sun conjunct Mercury, and uh, also Mercury conjunct Saturn and then the Sun conjunct Saturn. Now, that's a really interesting day, um, February the 28th, which is actually going to be uh, Wednesday. Pretty much wherever you are in the world might be on the Thursday, a bit in Australia as the day unfolds. But really just be aware that in the middle of the week, it's a time to really get mentally disciplined um, make some lists about what you want to achieve. We're still only in the second month of the year. Um, and also to have any really difficult conversations that you need to have, especially any conversations about money or conversations about commitment. And then after that, by uh, the 29th, which is Thursday, uh, so Thursday for sure, wherever you are in the world, we actually go into a sort of a new energy and we get Mercury sextiling Jupiter, then the Sun sextiling Jupiter, Venus sextiling Chiron. Um, all of that is really positive. All of that is uh, a signal that if you've done your heavy-duty waning cycle work, if you've written out what you're releasing, if you've laid on your biomat with your amethysts, blaring or if you've done your meditation um even chanting as well i didn't mention chanting i went through my head to mention it and i didn't mention it chanting will help you release stuff especially the chakra clearing chant we'll put the link i've actually finally uploaded the chakra clearing chant um to the internet so you can uh you can grab it 
I'm sorry, I know when I say to the internet, I sound like about 5,000 years old. My, my son laughs at me when I say that. But that's what we used to call it back in the day. It's now online, baby. Um, yeah, so, you know, things really do start to turn around a bit. Um, and it can be a time for healing, especially if you have any relationships that have been through the mill uh, by Friday. Um, it really is that there's a chance to kiss and make up with someone, if you've fallen out with a friend, um, if you need to say sorry to someone, if you know you've done the wrong thing, you know, forgive yourself, make amends. And that really is what this waning cycle is all about. Now, the waning cycle of the moon is going to be a little bit different every month. And so the fact that as we go through this month, we have, uh, we kick off with some kind of intense energies with Mars, Jupiter, and then all the Saturn aspects, that's quite intense. As soon as we get past those by just the second half of the week, it's the waning cycle, it's let it go time, but the astrology is much more positive. So it's going to be much, much easier to just do all that releasing, knowing that you're doing things for the good of your soul and then getting ready for the new moon, which will be here before we know it, and you will be much more energetically clear when that new moon finally rolls around. So there we have it. I hope this helps you make the most of this week. Um, you know, on a very practical level, it's a case of do your meditations, do your journaling, you know, do your salt baths. Salt baths are also really good in the waning cycle just to drag out any negativity and just remember that now is the time to be releasing negativity so that once we get back to the new moon and we get back into the waxing cycle, you're going to be that much more brimming with positive energy. So thanks for listening. Have an absolutely amazing week and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Have a very good waning moon week. Thank you for listening to the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you want to take Moonology to the next level and manifest the life of your dreams, join our growing community of magical people who come together to lift each other up as we meditate, manifest and reclaim the magic that has been inside us all along. Head over to mainlymoonologymembership.com and awaken your true powers.